98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Bigley and Murata. Social studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Every morning at 9 o'clock, we hit Twitter at Bigley underscore Murata. See what's going on based on the questions that Jarrah has posed during the show. It's social studies, and Sarah's here to take us through it. Hi, Sarah. Hello. How are you guys doing Hello. today? I kind of wanted to hear that. I don't want to dedicate this to my nephew. <laughs> <laughs> Run it back, Jared. I'm ready. Happy oh, birthday to my nephew. He's four years old. He doesn't listen to the radio. Oh, gosh, That's I great. I didn't even know I could make my voice sound like that. Uh, apologies to everyone who had to hear that, but I stand by what I said. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome into Social Studies. We take you to our Twitter account, epically underscore Murata, to cover all of the big and sometimes not so big stories of the day. Let's start with the Arizona Cardinals, who, of course, play the Panthers in week four on Sunday. So I think we always do this before a game day. We've got a fill-in-the-blank question. If the Cardinals are going to beat the Panthers. Blank has to be much better. Ooh, this could you could answer a number of oh, different yes. ways. Oh here. yeah. Can I go completely generic and just say in all capital letters everything? No. How about Why? stuff? <laughs> How about stuff? Thanks. I like stuff. Uh, you like stuff? <laughs> I think everything or everyone would account for about fifty percent of the replies right now. So is there anything more specific that you would like to get into? Perhaps what the biggest key is? The offense. The offense. It's, it's really, to me, the defense is what it is. They're they're hanging on by their fingernails. They've done an okay job at times. Uh, their numbers show just how talent thin they happen to be. The offense. I'll the pit, offense has to be better. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say, I'll go one step above that. Cliff Kingsbury needs to be better at the scripting of plays. The situational play calling, clock operations, maybe motivation leading up to this game. Uh, you know, th- this is a big game that can maybe save your season if you're the Cardinals. I'll, I'll pin it on the head coach. With you know, w- with that uh, position comes great responsibility. Sure. Somewhere in AZ also pins it on Cliff Kingsbury. He says, get back to the creativity. Misdirections, RPO, play action. No risk it, no biscuit. Blah, blah, blah. Put the defense on their heels, etc. Because so far, it's been the offense doing just that. Uh, Knight, Nightmare, I should say, says if the Cardinals are going to beat the Panthers, the slow starts need to be much better. Mm-hmm. If Kyler and crew can get ahead and keep it on the throttle, we can take the minor hits without losing momentum from the start. Uh, everybody, again, says Shannon Collins, there is truly nobody, player or coach, that has shown they are ready for the season. Do you guys agree with that? Is there anyone you can single out and say, yeah, this guy's been doing his job well? Or this guy came prepared. Throughout the three games? Yes. Mm, not really. It's <laughs> fair. I mean, kind of quietly, I think Zach Allen has had a, had a nice year on the defensive line. But, yeah. you know, I'd like to see more splash plays from him in, in that role, too. I, I think the, again, I, I don't have the analytics in front of me. I think the offensive line has done okay. I, the, the analytics will show you that in terms of pass protection, they've been pretty good. Ranked seventh in the NFL huh. in pass protection. You look at the uh, pro football focuses, 12 highest grades uh, on the offense. And, and the five offensive linemen are all in the top seven, 
I want to say. Mm. Their, their run blocking has been not good. It's been I think that ranks 29th in the league. Mm. But the offensive line, for the most part, has protected Kyler Murray. They've given him they've given him enough protection. Yeah. David Camarena, I'll read one or two more. David Camarena says, if the Cardinals are going to beat the Panthers, Kyler Murray has to be much better. He needs to elevate the players around him. The talent can't be used if the quarterback is not playing well. And then finally, Saul Goodman says, the Cardinals have no chance. Bet the mortgage on Carolina. The Cardinals are so predictable. Hmm. All right, let's uh, move on to our next Cardinals question. Don't, no, never don't, bet the mortgage. Yeah, don't that, feel that's ne- what, uh, yeah. necessary to follow that <laughs> advice, yeah, that, by that, the that's, way. That's the one piece of advice I disagree with. Never, ever bet the mortgage. Yeah, by the way, those are not my words. Those are Saul Goodman's. Anyway. Better call Saul. Better call Saul. <laughs> so we're assuming in this question that Hollywood Brown will have the most catches on Sunday. He led the team last week with 14 receptions on 17 targets. So of these four options, who do you think will have the second most receptions against Carolina? Rondale Moore, who we are expecting to see back on Sunday. Greg Dortch, Zach Ertz, or James Conner? Who behind Hollywood Brown has the most catches? Where did I leave that dart? Oh, here it is. Atlanta <laughs> Dorch. That's where I'm voting. Dort. That's where I'm voting. I mean, he's been really good. And he was good last week. He put up good numbers. Uh, got shadow- yeah. overshadowed by Hollywood's numbers. That's a good guess. I'll, I'll, I'll go along with Dorch. Dort? I'd, like I'd like to see more from Zach Ertz, though. Absolutely. Um, 50% of our voters also think Greg Dorch will have the second most catches, what if not the most. Dort? What, what a Dorch. What a 36% went with Zach Ertz. 8% said Rondale Moore. 6% said James Conner. Uh, Daylight Film says, oh, not the Carolina secondary making the most catches? Oh. <laughs> okay. Tyler's only thrown one, one pick so far. Ah, yes. All right, let's move on to our next question. We're talking Phoenix Suns for a moment. I like Seabocker's response, though. Ooh, Seabocker's. Whoever runs the shortest routes. No. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh. Pain. Pain. That's pretty good. Uh, Monty Williams confirmed what we already knew uh, is that Cam Johnson Cam John Johnson Johnson is going to be a starter a part of the starting rotation this year of these four players for the Suns who most needs to improve or who will be most improved I should say who is going to step up the most from last season will it be Cam Johnson, Johnson? will it be DeAndre Ayton will it be Mikkel Bridges or Landry Shamit? This is an interesting question, and I might surprise you with who I'm going to say. I'm going to vote for Landry Shamit because I think what we saw from Landry Shamit in the three years before he joined the Suns was at a certain level. He said it earlier yeah. this week. He did not play up to his capabilities last year and went yeah. into the reasons why he thought that might be the case. Mm-hmm. If he plays like pre-Phoenix Landry Shamit, that would be a major boost, Absolutely. and I'd love to see it happen. Okay. Nick, what do you think? I have to vote for Cam Johnson. <laughs> there are a lot of people who've responded to our Cam Johnson, at least to me, um, about the Suns have better. They better not get too finesse on us because the loss of Jay Crowder means the loss of a certain level of physicality at the yeah. four that Cam Johnson is not going to bring you. So yep. that the rebounding, all that stuff. There's, it's gonna have to come from someplace. Jock Land Landale, whatever his name is. Let's go, Jock. Just the, I mean, we mentioned just the attitude and toughness that Javale McGee and Jay Crowder, the intangibles that they brought, and they're both gonna be gone. Yeah, but you know what? 
let's let's flip that over. Okay. They had all this intangibles and edge and toughness and what happened to the yeah. to that team when well, things got tough in the that. playoffs. They needed more that. tangibles. They got pumped. <laughs> See, we're intangible. Yes. I just more tangible. I just they realized something. What's that? With Cam Johnson in the starting lineup now, I have I have the ability to insert the pause when I announce. Oh, can you do that, please? <laughs> yeah. And and like the question mark at the end. Johnson. Cam Johnson. Um, <laughs> I can do it. Johnson. Yeah. I love it. Fifty four percent of our voters do believe that Cam. Johnson, Johnson will be most improved from last season to this season. Uh, 28% are looking to DA. 10% are looking to Landry Shamit. 9% say Mikkel Bridges. Uh, and quickly, our Mock My World update from yesterday. We drafted food names, names that include food. Vince Murata is fist pumping in victory right now. I never Dominant, get to do that. Dominant. 47% of the vote for Kevin Bacon, Daryl Strawberry, yeah. John Hamm and Fiona Apple. 29% for you, Jarrett Carlin. Jerry Rice, Mike Trout, Sugar Ray Leonard, and Meatloaf. Dan Bickley, 17%. Uh-oh. Steph Curry, John Candy, Uh-oh. Chili Jordan Davis, CD Lamb. They killed you. With 7%. <laughs> Whoa, 7 7%. Halle Berry. Oh, big killed you. Billy Bean, Brie Larson, and my man, Jordan Hamm. I don't care what you think. Yeah. That's the way to be. I, <laughs> I agree. Like only one of us probably got uh, some some affection over that pick. I, I didn't get any affection for picking Fiona. Damn Apple. No, you got forty seven percent of the vote. I think that's your love right there. Yeah, I didn't get any affection from Allie Berry. <laughs> didn't get any Wait, affection I, from Allie I, Berry. I, I, then you'd have some, right? <laughs> you didn't get any affection from Chili Davis. No, <laughs> no I didn't. Oh, thank you ever you. had chili, Jared? You like chili? I do. Oh, I, I love you chili. Do. Oh God, <laughs> so good. How <laughs> <laughs> was that? Me, my chicken parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the goofiness has set in. Thank you, sir. Oh, thanks, guys. Thanks to everybody who participated in social studies. At Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter is where that all happens. Uh, if you subscribe to the Bickley and Murata podcast, subscribe right now on your iPhone or Android. Never miss any of the show. It's the Bickley and Murata podcast. It's brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams, Realty, East Valley. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Coming up next, more on the Arizona Cardinals, what they need to do. And my cardinal song. Oh, is that is that a thing? Yeah. yeah. We're right. trying to keep listeners engaged here. Yeah. We're not trying to drive them away a, during the break. <laughs> Everyone come back at 930 after this. <laughs> no, no, no. They, like, people like to <laughs> right? pick your poison. So Jared singing or telling jokes. To it, Jared. Uh, that's all coming up. It's Pickley and Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Football Friday with Pickley and Murata. Presented by 72 Sold. Get your price. 98.7 FM. Arizona's Sports Station. Yeah, I wish I had an answer. It's something we got to figure out. Um, been slow starts. All three phases this week, unfortunately. 
As we watch in the valley when the Cardinals begin, we take a look at their O and realize they won't win. Cause they are dinking and dunking on throws and even Murata thinks that they're starred and slow. They ain't never fixed the problem even though it's recurring. Cliff says he's aware, you know that it worries him. So far it's all talking and wasting clocking. They still can't seem to get out of the blocks. So now they take a trip to the East Coast and play the guy that Collar wants to beat the most. Will they be a team that Cardinals fans say is boring? Or will they actually start the game with some scoring? Been spending games so far Trying to come back from a slow start Been spending games so far Trying to come back from a slow start Been spending games so far Trying to come back from a slow start We've been spending games so far Trying to come back from a slow start Second That's it, nope. Oh, wow. Short one this week. I didn't want to push my luck. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. I name-checked you. I'm a lyric Can now? I call you Julio? <laughs> you can because you're married to a Jew. That's right. So I just wanted to make sure that was okay. Nobody else on the show. Arrested Julio Gallo. Hold on. That's hilarious. Arrest in peace, Coolio. Uh huh. Yes. What was it? Fifty six. It was amazing. It was amazing the outpouring of grief for a guy that that I mean he had a presence in rap, but it was. His heyday was his heyday, I guess twenty was, years ago or yeah, so. Right. I mean, it was it was very popular it's, in his heyday. More that, than that, like twenty five years ago. Song, that song hit that hard. Mm-hmm. Gangsta's Paradise hit. Oh, that you could hard. picture the music video also mm-hmm. with Michelle Pfeiffer and mm-hmm. yeah. Now, if you want a real banging Coolio tra- uh, track, Fantastic Voyage is the one. There was too much singing in that. <laughs> too much range. <laughs> too much range in that. Okay, Jared. Somebody said uh, 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 tweets under "Win for Al McCoy." I live for the songs on. Well, I was before he heard it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if he's let still living. Know, if, let us know you're still okay. Uh, Cardinals uh, going to and hopefully won't be trying to recover from a slow start again, as the song pointed out. Uh, the opposition provided by the Carolina Panthers. Uh, and here's Matt Rule, their head coach, talking about uh, how to prevent Arizona from having those long scoring drives. And they had three long ones, but all ended in field goals. You know, they had some really long drives this past game. I, you know, if you look at the Rams, the Rams only had like 50-some plays. Um, you know, they um, they had a, like a 19-play drive, a 16-play drive. I think the thing is, is that Kyler's just in the zone right now of like he's going to take what, you know, he's going to take what you give him. I mean, he's just, he's throwing the ball underneath and he throws it down the field. Then he scrambles around. Um, the screen game is always viable for them. And then the running game is really good. So, you know, they'll go for it. The third down isn't really third down with them. They'll go for it on fourth and one on their own 20, on their own 30 against us last year. So you have to be prepared to play all four downs um you know for us i think the key for us is, is very simply just you know winning third down you know if, if we can improve third down stay on the field because you know we, we had four scoring drives you know we, we scored you know now there were field goals we want to score touchdowns don't get me wrong but you know we're, we're moving the football down there to, to me but it's just it's it's not consistent enough because of third down so we're doing a great job of protecting the ball you know which i appreciate from our guys but we we want to we want to you know stay on the field more yeah uh matt rules in an interesting mm-hmm. spot right now we talked to darren gant yesterday from panthers Dot com, and I kind of wanted to go down the road of how hot is the seat that Matt Rule is on, and I think Darren kind of quelled that without even having that question asked. 
Um, they knew it was going to take time, is, is what Darren explained to us, and it's taken time. Uh, Matt Rule had some early success, and it has not been stretched out. Mm. Um, and his record is not very good. Uh, I Who was his offensive coordinator originally? Uh, uh, the, the Joe, guy from LSU, Joe, Joe Brady, Brady, yeah, which people thought was like a genius move at first, and then yeah. he's not even with them anymore. Well, right. it turns out maybe those uh, offensive coordinators from the college ranks don't pan out very well. Wait a minute now, <laughs> dang! Yeah, oh, no, I yeah, wasn't no, insinuating. No, anything. no, but there's truth to that. Yeah, yeah, uh, this is something that I gleaned from what he just said that I that I want to divert into real quick. Okay. You talk about analytics and the NFL. All right. And this is not my take. I heard this recently, but I thought it was very, very interesting that you've got analytics that that have really taken over Major League Baseball. You're seeing it more and more in other sports as well. It's tried to creep its way into football and the realm that it's most evident in in football is this is this belief that, hey, you really should be going for it more on fourth down and not punting the football as much. Analytics tell you the odds are in your favor. The difference is, is in the NFL, you play 17 times. That's it. You try something analytic-based in other sports, it's just a regular season game. Mm-hmm. You, you attach yourself to NFL analytics, and if they bite you, then it's pretty consequential. And we saw that. With last week's game, the good and the bad of it, there were four fourth down conversions in that game by Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, the first three of them kept drives alive when the when the team was really stagnant offensively. So the first three times he did it really helped lift the team. But that time he tried it instead of kicking the field goal, that was pretty damaging. Mm-hmm. So it's the, the idea of grasping onto that particular analytic in the NFL. Beware. Because even though the data suggests, hey, don't punt, stop punting so much, even though everybody wants to believe it and it makes sense, it makes sense until it bites you in the backside. Absolutely. And and those are decisions based, take the analytics out of it, they become analytical, but they're based in desperation too. Got to kickstart the offense, got to do something. And, and Matt Rule even went back to a play last year where, where Cliff Kingsbury opted to go for it deep in his own territory. You know how that game went. That was a desperate football team trying to kickstart an offense with a backup quarterback out there, and, and Carolina dominated them last year. Uh, yeah, there's a lot a lot to chew on uh, as the Cardinals get ready to go to Carolina. Again, a team that has had their number recently. Uh, the reactions are all over the place on Jarrett's song, by the way. Uh, not going to lie, they usually Jarrett, are. that was tough. I see you. Uh, what kind of music mixology class did Bean Knight Jarrett take at U of A? Uh, please, please ferret never rap again. <laughs> the real telling thing is I texted my mom because she usually texts immediately and says, Uh-oh. great job, Jarrett. She left me on red. She hasn't responded when I asked, what did you think? You've let down Patty Cazell. I don't think she wants to dog you. As far as family members go, Vince's uh, son did say, it's been two days. Just like Coolio Rest. <laughs> For the love. But you got a I, lot I of love, Jared, too. I think Jared felt he could because of the kinship between Weird Al and Coolio. You know what's funny is... It once was really bad. So Coolio I record, hated him. That's right. And they, they, they made up over the years. But I recorded it a few times this song because originally it sounded exactly like the weird like I was doing Weird Al because I'm that's one of my karaoke go-to songs is 
uh, Amish paradise, and I tried to make myself sound more like Coolio than less like Weird Al there. Oh, I think Patty okay. heard me talking about it. There's a lot to unpack there. You, I once I famously go to karaoke song. Yes, I once famously uh, made Mark Grace walk out of a karaoke. Uh, <laughs> he was in the front row at a, at a local bar here, and I was singing it right in his face. This this is years ago before I ever talked to him or knew him. It's weird, he didn't like. And he just got up and left in the middle of the song and walked to the back of the. <laughs> You're lucky. You're lucky. He only left. Yeah, I know. You should have taken right. a swing. Uh, Patty, Patty said, "Loved it." Uh, I don't believe you can do no wrong in Patty's eyes. Yeah. Um, coming up next, if you hated his singing, wait till you hear yeah. his comedy. <laughs> it's a sports kebab. More Jared, just what we need. Jared Carlin next. Bickley and Murata mornings, ninety-eight seven FM, Arizona Sports Station. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Welcome back to Bickley and Murata Mornings here on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Happy Friday, everybody. Woo! Let's it's go. been one, hasn't it? It has been. <laughs> I'm feeling every minute of this uh, week right now. Yes. Oh, I hear you. All right. We're going to ArizonaSports.com now for today's poll question. And it's right along the lines of what we've been asking since the regular season started. We need a prediction from you two for Cardinals Panthers on Sunday. And you don't have to give a score, but we at least need a little bit of a margin. The Cardinals win this in a close one. They lose in a close one. The Cardinals win big. The Cardinals lose big. I'm not picking them to win until I see a victory. Uh, the Cardinals lose this one. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a big loss, but I think they're going to lose. Bick can have this vote. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm torn. I think it will be a close game. Rip yes. torn. <laughs> torn jeans. <laughs> I got nothing else. Uh, no, yeah. uh, very short list of dueling gambos there. Uh, by the way, if you have noticed on Fridays that the last hour is all Jared Carlin all the time, you're not alone. In fact, Seabacher <laughs> tweeted us new name for Friday's last hour for your guys as Scott Hansen on Red Zone says it's the time losses become wins and wins become losses. So when you take over the nine o'clock hour on a Friday, wins become losses. People often people often say that the, the last hour of the show on Friday is the most entertaining part of the week. <laughs> Social studies, uh-huh. my song, uh-huh. sports kebab, yeah. the end of the week montage. The montage, which you've hijacked now. People actually... <laughs> well, I say the most entertaining it's, stuff during the week. What can I help? It's, no, it's nothing but gibberish, but people love it. Yeah. All right, tell some jokes, clown. Wait, we didn't get results. Oh, Thanks, sorry. Spence. This is what people really look forward to on Friday. The poll results. Shut up, Jared. Shut, Shut up, up Bickley. Jared. <laughs> Cardinals lose close is the biggest prediction right now. 41% of our voters say that's what's going to happen. 32% say Cardinals win close. So regardless, people are looking at a close game. 18% say the Cardinals lose big. 9% say Cardinals win big. All right. That checks out. It does. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah. It's today's Sanderson Ford poll question. You could vote now at ArizonaSports.com. Are you joking? 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 Sports news skewered. The sports kebab. All right, Jared. It's your hour. I'll shut up now. Well, I don't know. The listeners might not know, but we have a semi-new 
you know, produ- um, executive producer, program director that sort of has been charged there. And he officially has stepped into the job today because he cut his very first joke on the sports kebab. And it's the first one I've gotten cut in quite a while. So, we'll be one joke short here, which I'm sure is not enough joke short for most people listening. But I do have to start the sports kebab this week by uh, sending thoughts to all those affected um, by what's going on in the southern part of the U.S. right now, the devastation, the destruction caused to some of the poorest people in the country by a force terrorizing the South's most vulnerable. I'm, of course, referring to Brett Favre. His <laughs> yeah, yes. Hurricane Brett. Yes. Hall of Fame quarterback and syphilitic Mar- Marlboro man. Jeez. Brett Favre is again in the news. Further details have come out about how Brett Favre allegedly not only stole funds from welfare organizations, but also took money from cancer charities for his own use. Talk about stealing from the needy to give to the rich. Now, I know when he played, they used to call him a gunslinger, right? A cowboy, a sheriff. I just didn't know they meant of Nottingham. (laughs) Although I guess Favre could be called Robin Hood uh, in that he is literally robbing the hood. (laughs) And the worst thing is Brett Favre is using the money he allegedly stole from charities to fund sports programs at his high school and college. That is not how you're supposed to donate money to your school. What is it about Packers quarterbacks that they just don't understand how boosters work? Oh, jeez. Oh, it's been a minute since we've had oh, one of those. Yeah, I was proud of myself on that one. Elsewhere in the NFL, the Cardinals are still recovering from an ugly loss to the Rams after another slow start to the game. I don't understand it. They come out in that first quarter and they look slow. They look disoriented. They look old. I mean, I have seen revolutionary flutes played by Lizzo that look younger than the cards in the first quarter. And I don't get it. The Cardinals treat the first quarter like Tom Brady treats quality time with his family. They just don't show up. Oh my gosh. I mean, there was so much talk this offseason about Kyler's prep work, Kyler's study habits, Kyler's homework clause. Well, it doesn't matter how well you do your homework if you sleep through the alarm and show up late for class. <laughs> Seriously, the Cardinals had so little energy in the first quarter. How little energy did they have? I was expecting them to mention that Monty Williams hasn't called them since Game 7. Oh. <laughs> That's how little energy they have. Ah, yes, the Big Suns news this week was DeAndre Ayton's media day demeanor and subsequent comments about his relationship with head coach Monty Williams. This was not the usual DA. He seemed sullen. He seemed tired. He seemed sad. I mean, I haven't seen Ayton that upset since his PlayStation broke and he was forced to Twitch stream Wordle. (laughs) I mean, DeAndre Ayton is usually joyful and childlike. This week he was so monotone and low energy. When people said they wanted him to be right this year, they didn't mean Steven. 
<laughs> Seriously, when people said that they wanted him to emulate a great Arizona athlete, they were referring specifically to Zach Granke's press conferences. <laughs> but the real news came when Aiton said that he has not spoken to Monty Williams since Game 7, despite the way the season ended and a very hectic offseason. Imagine that. What is going on? I mean, they're acting more immature to things going bad than Ken Dorsey in the Bills booth. <laughs> and personally, I can't relate to this story. In fact, in fact, yes. my boss told me that he wants to talk to me in his office today after the show. Uh-oh. And now I'm going to have to end with that joke because my final joke got cut. <laughs> <laughs> I could really have him want to talk to me after the show if I do the last joke here. No, I don't I, do the last joke. No, I'm I sure we'll hear it during the commercial Yes, break. you will. Jarrett mm-hmm. after dark. Thank you. Yeah, well done, Jarrett. Well done, Jarrett. Well Booster. <laughs> yeah, it means two right. things. Right. It, it does, does mean two things. That's the beauty of the joke. Packers quarterback. Break down this joke construction. Jarrett Carlin with the Sports Kebab every Friday at 9 30. You could follow him on Twitter at Jarrett GC, J A R R E T T G C. Coming up next, some final thoughts heading into the football weekend. Will the Cardinals get it done in Carolina and more? Straight ahead, it's Pickley Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Pickley and Murata, Song of the Day. Check of Valley traffic <laughs> on the tens. I had to pay tribute to Coolio once more, didn't we? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the song you wanted to hear. It is. Fantastic I mean, if you ever get to it. Yeah. I mean, I can hit fast forward. It's a great. It's a great little bump yeah, and jam. All right, here we go. This came out in 1994. Nearly 30 years ago. Isn't that crazy? And to think that that dude was a baggage handler at LAX. Really? Oh, yeah. I never knew that. <laughs> Remember when I said that? And he said, oh, not my first time on the air, Jared. Marked. There's like 16 songs on the album, and well, we're gonna s- of them are marked with the E. We're going to see if the uh, dump button on this new board works. This is Why would that work? <laughs> This has truly been one of the funniest shows we've ever done for no, for reasons that have nothing to do with humor. <laughs> An adventure. Right. That's today's song it's of the day. It's been a fantastic voyage. Bleep! <laughs> we should have just played the instrumental version as it turns out. Bickley and Morata going off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. All right, a little daily dose of Vinny Joe trivia for you to start off off the grid today. Um, what's the next line in Fantastic No. <laughs> the first line of the rap. It's my bad. Hopefully only the people listening on the stream even know what we're talking about. What will they ever do? 
hearing that kind of language. Um, talking a lot about explosive plays with the Cardinals or lack thereof. Yeah. So I looked at the most explosive plays. ProFootballReference.com, their play data goes back to 1994. So uh, considering that time span, there's only one Arizona Cardinal who has had at least two plays from scrimmage of 80 or more yards. Only one with two or more, 80 or more yards. Can you name that player? <laughs> no. One was a pass, and one was a run. The, On the, the pass was uh, thrown by somebody who never completed another pass in the oh. history of his career. So it was, uh, he's now a tight end? The guy who threw the pass, yeah. yeah. Who was that? Was it Chase? No. no it was Logan Thomas. Oh, no, okay. Um... I don't, I don't know. My brain's Andre Ellington. Oh yeah, okay. that's right. There you uh, go. Had an eighty-one yard touchdown catch. Gotta get him from thirty Logan touches Thomas. a game, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do it this year. Thirty touches. Uh, that game was against the Broncos in twenty fourteen. Uh, they lost that game, and uh, then he also had an eighty-yard touchdown run in twenty thirteen against the Falcons, a game that they won. But he's the only guy. The oh. longest play in that time span, by the way, 91-yard pass to Michael Floyd. Speaking of explosive, Jared, did you hear the story that oh, no. at least 222 people oh, at the no. Grand Canyon got sick with explosive gastroenteritis? I did hear that. People, when, that when, stinks. Some, for whatever reason, <laughs> when stories like that come up, people uh, do send them to me right. on Twitter. Yeah. Why do people associate that with your brand, Jared? I don't know. Uh, thankfully, they were, fest. they were in the world's largest toilet. That's right. Safe, if you're looking for a big hole in the ground, <laughs> nature's the seventh wonder of the world. Nature's yeah, right. outhouse. All right. Nature's outhouse. Gosh. The disrespect. How do we trans- transition back to football? Well, uh, going back to the poll question, Ben, you said you said you can't you can't pick the Cardinals to win until you no. see it. Yeah. I'm. I feel similarly, but this might be a team that they could find a way to win against. I think this is going to be a very low-scoring game, which doesn't bode well for the offense moving forward anyway. But if the Cardinals win it, it's going to be like seventeen to sixteen or something like that. They got to get their offense together. It's it, again. They, this is a perceptually. This is a very important football game. I'm hoping for the best. I would. I, this. They need to find something better, or the season's going to get bad. Yeah, two and two is so much better oh. than one and three. Oh. oh, heading into Philadelphia. Yeah, but I mean, th- I agree with you there. But it's how you follow up that win. We were talking about, hey, you didn't want to go to one zero uh, oh and two. Great to be one and one after that Vegas game, and maybe this propels you to better things. And they came out with one of the flattest performances we've seen from this team in yeah. quite some time. If you believe they're just surviving until week seven. Then just the win is a win. Yeah, yeah, you've got to win this game. I, I do, I do believe that. All right, that's going to do it for us on this football Friday. More Jared Carlin shenanigans coming up, folks. Somebody on Twitter said the dump button did work. Oh wow, good. Well, thank goodness. Yeah. Hey, I, I want to make a wager with you, Bick. Okay. What What do you want to bet that the uh, last joke of this montage is Jared? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to I'm Sean. not taking that that many. Thanks Suckers to Sean Iguano for joining us. Have a great weekend. We'll see you for Big Red Monday. 
Justin Herbert, I don't know. This is going to be one of those lost years for him with his rib issue. It could go one of two ways for Justin Herbert. I mean, the, the ascension could continue. Or at the end of his career, you might go, he's Jeff George. Probably maybe more like a, a Philip Rivers type or something. You think he'll have that many kids? <laughs> I don't know. Not, uh, not with that rib uh, injury. <laughs> Three, two, one, blast off! You're blitzing Ben Neiman to get to this quarter. Where is number nine? I thought it was in honor of, of Game of Thrones, Ben the Neiman. That no turn, no corner, no turner was corned. No corner, no corner, no corner was turned. They would like to have Justin Herbert as their quarterback moving forward. Well, the one thing I know about him is from Sesame Street, he's Ernie's favorite uh, quarterback. Fever. Shut up, Jared. Shut up, Jared. Shut up, Jared. Jack, shut up, Jared. Shut up, Jared. Slow down, Garrett. Gooseberry. Raspberry. Huckleberry. You want whip? I'll give you whip. Oh, it's time. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. Did you see the bell? <laughs> this, 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 this is wild. This is wild stuff. Where's the guru? Where's the guru? Where's the guru? Please tell me you're not pinning these men's hopes to a phone bill. Happy birthday to my nephew. He's four years old. He doesn't listen to the radio. Oh, I tell you, call me when you have no class. Thornton Mellon's big and fat. Did you hear what Liam O'Brien did last night? Yeah, that's lasagna. That's lasagna and Beck Danley. Wait, teach, you forgot our homework. I know the bell just rang, but you forgot to give us our assignments. <laughs> it's bean night at the old ball game. <laughs> oh, they are pelting the players with beans. Run, Kyler! Run! Run. I've been waiting for this story my whole life. Gold! It's gold! I love gold! Down goes Murray! Yeah. You gotta do when the hold of well, the you up, you out, you up, you out. Who dis? Next Isabella up. Puberty's a real thing. Soup, Jared. Stir that soup. Nothing worse than bad hand fruit. I always wanted to breathe it in and burp my way to the top like they do in Willy Wonka, Jared. Always wanted to do that. Burp my way to the top. You skinny nerds look miserable. <laughs> They're playing 3D Minecraft like that. We talk about our changing bodies here on the Queen Marauder Morning. This is one of the dumbest things we've ever done coming up so far. Oh, really? Stick around right. for the stupidity next on 98.7 <laughs> FM, Arizona Sports Station.